Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. If you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com, or email us at therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. So we're we're going to be talking about um, pastas here, mm. right? For our our second mini episode, the the ten best uses of pasta. Now, <laughs> I I have historically always liked gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you feel about gnocchi, but maybe it's on your list. You don't want to talk about it, but it's not on my <laughs> list. <laughs> and the reason is because I ordered gnocchi at a restaurant. It was like a gnocchi meal. It wasn't, it wasn't just like, you know, gnocchi and that's it. And mm-hmm. uh, it had terrible food poisoning. Oh. And so now, of course, like every time I see gnocchi, I'm like, oh, <laughs> it makes me nauseous. So, don't expect Naki on my list. Is well, I, it's a good thing you set that up because I was <laughs> I was in for a tough time expecting that and not getting it. Yeah, you I were going to be, be. We would have gotten a number one, and you'd been like, "Well, here comes Naki." Exactly, obviously. I would have been like, "Now, finally, please!" And it just would have been <laughs> just nothing but letdown after letdown. Well, I'm glad I prepared you because I yep. would hate to have let you down that much. Yeah, Have you uh, ever had food poisoning? I don't believe so, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I, that was the only time I've ever had it, and it's not, it's it really is not an enjoyable experience. It was coming out both ends at the same time. It's delightful. Wait, I yeah. might have had, do they, do they consider, um, I drank water in Mexico and got extremely sick. Is that food yeah, poisoning? Yeah, that's food poisoning too, I yes. Yeah, that I have because that wasn't very pleasant either. Actually, I, I was there for a wedding and ended up missing the wedding part. I oh, was, really? <laughs> yep. Because like, I was just I was. It was probably better that I not be there for that, you know, <laughs> the way <laughs> things were going. Yeah. But you all the time, shit your pants while you're at. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been at like, the sorry, sorry, happy couple, but much blessings. Yeah, you're gonna need to clean the floor in this area over here. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you want to start this time, or do you want me to start again? You start again. This is okay. your uh, this is your baby. This is my baby. This yeah. is your baby. <laughs> no, it's your pasta pasta baby. Oh uh, yeah, it's my pasta baby. Well, I guess we should tell the uh, the listener here how this idea came about. So. Zach had the idea, which is, I think, a good idea of doing like a top 10 list for kind of smaller things that we could do here. And uh, he was like, give me a a subject. And so I jokingly said, um, you know, 10 best uses of pasta. And then like an hour later, I I got a write up (laughs) texted to me of 10 best uses of pasta. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess this has happened. So, yeah, I uh, I was like, I am coming up with ten uses of pasta. I don't care if it kills me. <laughs> yeah, and so and and I like refused to read it because I wanted it to be 
a surprise on here. So um, I, I, I did see a couple of things after I did mine. Uh, so I, I think they're, I think that the listener here is going to be in for some fun surprises, but uh, but they will not find Gnocchi on any either list. Oh, Gnocchi isn't on either, huh? Well, no, fuck no. Got me yeah, sick. I, it gives you food poisoning. That's my what I have against it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it must have been something that was in the dish and not the Gnocchi itself, but uh, well, whatever. No, it's the it's the nature of the pasta itself. <laughs> it's it's made to make you sick. It is. Um, number ten. I have best uses of pasta. I have stuffed shells. Okay. Okay. So, so I was thinking about this and I was thinking like, cause I, I enjoy some stuffed shells, but I was thinking like, how, how do you describe stuffed shells to somebody who like doesn't know pasta? Right. Yeah. That's a good point. It's like, well, well you, you take this big piece of hard, uh, wheat <laughs> and you stuff it with like a pound of <laughs> ricotta yeah, and then you cook it, and you and you or you put tomato sauce on it. That sounds right to me. <laughs> Anytime just, someone says, and then you stuff it with a pound of of ricotta, I I'm on I'm on board. I'm like, okay, go on. <laughs> actually, actually, don't go on. Just stop right there. Yeah, don't even cook that. it. Yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Directly into my mouth. <laughs> What's your number ten? My number ten is kindergarten art. <laughs> I actually. Is, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Making kindergarten art out of out of pasta. Um, a lot of fun. It's not really great though because you know it ruins the pasta for the most part. Um, and really the art isn't really all that great most of the time. Um, but if they had a food safe glue that you could then eat the pasta during times of famine. Um, <laughs> during times would, of famine. This would. I, I, all of my art <laughs> is ready to be eaten. <laughs> It, at a moment's notice. Uh, so anytime it isn't, it needs to just be bumped down a little bit. But this would be up, move up a couple of spots if uh, if only we had some food safe glue going. Wow. All right. I should. So if we did have food safe glue, mm-hmm. would you cook the pasta first? Oh no no no! I eat dry pasta just as a matter of course. I almost never cook my pasta. Oh yeah. Okay. You must have some killer teeth. Oh yeah um, yeah. I actually am like a shark. They just regrow. They <laughs> just regrow. Yeah. Well, that would be pretty nice. not like that. Or no, are you more like a rodent nice. where they just grow forever, so this helps, you know, yeah, file them down for you. Exactly, because otherwise I uh, end up looking like Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> so just so our listener knows, Zach is not actually human. He's, uh, he's mm-hmm. a fully intelligent capybara. So I am. <laughs> the world's largest rodent. <laughs> as you will, as you can plainly see. <laughs> so for not for my number nine, I've got pasta salads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I actually have a more specific one in this category that might be coming up later on. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Um, but I, lo- I actually I love getting a sandwich from like a, a cafe or deli or something. And then like when I'm there, I see that they've got those little plastic round containers with, <laughs> with pasta. So I always get one always, <laughs> but, but I, I will say I do prefer the vinaigrette based ones versus the uh, mayo based ones. I also like a good pasta salad and I love that it, they comes in those little stupid containers. I wouldn't know where to buy those containers if I wanted to make all of my food at home in little <laughs> tiny compa- containers like, 
Now that I think of it, I think I might go buy a bunch. I think that's. I think you should. All round containers based food is much better. If by the next time we talk you don't have them, I'm gonna be pretty fucking pissed. So it's not like you're gonna know. So I'll just tell you I do. Oh no! Oh, I, found, I found some. They're in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you have them already. Yep. So no worries. Yep. And no, I, we I can completely believe forget you. about it. Yep. <laughs> so so what's your number nine? My number nine is throwing against the wall, seeing what sticks. <laughs> um, something you I, like to do often, or? Well, yeah, you know, it's I, I it's a good idea, a good way to filter out your good ideas from your bad ideas. You know, it does make a bit of a mess though, is what I don't love about it. Um, That's and too bad actually, if you don't put the sauce on. Yeah, well, it's better if you don't put the sauce on, but it's less tasty, and That's true. um, like it really helps it marinate it when it's when it's up against the wall with the sauce. The thing is, though, is that it doesn't really even help with ideas all that much because, you know, at the end of the day, it's still just pasta up against your wall, like even the stuff that sticks. So it's like, okay, so I have this pasta that didn't stick and then this pasta that did stick. It's kind of weird. But that's, yeah, that's a weird one. (laughs) um, I will say that since you cook the pasta, before you throw it against, if you just throw a bunch of handful of spaghetti against the wall, nothing's going to stick, which is just kind of what this idea is turning out to be. Um, and listener, just so you know, the best way to do it is reach your hand straight into the boiling water. Oh, yeah. So, you know, don't even strain it. Just reach in, grab it, and throw it against the wall. Well, I would have known that that was a bad idea if I had thrown it against the wall to see what if it stuck, but I hadn't been able to do that yet. Right. Right. But um, once you did it, then, you know, this yeah. is how this is how the process got started, right? But I, uh, I will say that it's good because you can eat the pasta after, unlike with kindergarten art. Um, it <laughs> might have been on your wall slash floor, but you can still eat it if that's what you want. Or the dogs can eat or the, it. Yeah, it's providing sustenance for dogs, or yep. who knows what. The spiders that will come down from the ceiling. <laughs> Those spiders with little Italian mustaches that come out and like, uh, <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a pasta. Mm. Um, so number eight for me, I've got ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's funny cause I, I have, when I say ravioli, I always have like a specific thing that comes to mind. I don't know if you have the, the same image. Um, but as an adult, all the ravioli I eat is either stuffed with cheese or stuffed with like cheese and, and, uh, and a vegetable or even, you know, we have mushroom ravioli, which is basically just mushrooms in the ravioli. Right. And that, that's all, that's all good. But still, when I think of ravioli, the image that conjures to mind is Chef Boyardee with their beef-filled ravioli. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Are we sure that was beef? And, you know, who knows, right? But it's that's actually, I mean, that's still, that is probably why it's number eight on the list is just the Chef Boyardee. Well, I loved it when I was, it was my favorite thing of, uh, you know, ready-made pasta. Mm-hmm. What about you? What do you have for number eight? Well, to this day, I don't like, um, well, I don't eat meat now, but I never really like meat in pastas. It's either cheese or bust for me. So, and like somehow I would always forget that those Chef Boyardee raviolis had meat in them. Like even, like I know it shows it on the can, but somehow I'd be eating it and always want it to be cheese and it never was. And it always disappointed me. So that makes me wonder, did you, the first time you ever had ravioli, did you have it with cheese inside? Yeah, I must have, because just for me, it's got to be cheese. 
See, I feel like that w- that would make it different for me too because mm-hmm. the first ravioli I remember having is the Chef Boyardee ravioli. So to me, every ravioli I've had since then is like, why is there, there any beef in this? <laughs> why, is, why isn't there any beef conglomerate? You need to fill me with beef. So, Well, my number eight is providing a product to advertise using Andrea Bocelli songs. I don't know if you remember those old Barilla commercials. I do, yeah. <laughs> um, they're so romantic. Like, they'd be cooking and just, oh, just such such the romance of pasta, really. Um, it turns out, I think, that um, Barilla ends up ended up being anti-LGBTQ or something. I don't actually know what. But <laughs> yeah, that was fairly recent, right? Yeah, so if that hadn't been the case, I would. I, I think I'm going to go put that on YouTube right now and watch it while you're talking so I don't have to listen to you. Oh, well, thanks. Appreciate that. I have well, to it's say... Not, it's not you, it's just who wouldn't rather listen to Andrea Bocelli? <laughs> I have to say, though, I am noticing a trend here that you and I may have gone in different directions <laughs> with, I don't think with so. the pasta list. I mean, um, it's pretty similar. <laughs> well, number seven is uh, is actually the something you did already, uh, and that's art. Oh, art, beautiful. Yeah, macaroni oh. art projects using spaghetti for hair. Um, I think pasta has played a significant role in our childhood art. So no, it's just childhood art. It's still the only, still the only art I I look at. Well, I mean, it's fun and easy to do with your own kids, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, pasta art's fun. So. Um, but, I mean, it doesn't bother you that you can't then eat it? You know, I didn't really consider that. Um, but, it, you know, I see where you're coming from. To just see this food and then not be able to eat it. You know, I, I think it would it would hurt me more if it was like cookies. Particularly with how 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 delightful pasta art always looks. It always looks so edible and delicious. Yeah, exactly. Arranged in ridiculous little. And by the way, this is always like little macaroni. It's little elbows. Yeah, it's always elbow macaroni. It's like never anything else. Which is just oh, so it's like a gourmet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm uh, if I wasn't paying attention, if it sounded like I wasn't paying attention, it's because I was watching a commercial, just there. Oh, great. Thanks. That's, that, that's good for the listener. No, it's... Uh, watch some more commercials. And then... Um, what, what number are we on here? Seven? Seven, yep. Seven. Uh, number seven for me. Starting at the opposite ends of and kissing in the middle of. <laughs> Lady in the Tramp style? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's probably the best thing, the best soft thing that you can do that on. Um, that's... Oh... <laughs> oh. Like it's an ST. I heard a, a a bad image. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, I don't love sharing though, so it's like get your own pasta. <laughs> if, so you've if never you actually know, done this. Uh, well, every time it's come up, I always uh, I'm kind of hungry actually. I don't really want to waste time with kissing. There's too much too much pasta to eat. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I feel like I would feel the same way. At this point in my life, where I'd be like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't need the kissing. I'd rather hey, what's, pasta. what's more important, kissing or sustenance? Only one of them keeps you alive. Right, but I feel like if I said that to my 16-year-old self, he'd be like, "What the? F- you don't want to kiss? What the fuck's wrong yeah. with you?" The difference. Do you know what be- kissing could lead to? <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, 40-year-old you is like, "No, what?" Yeah, you know, 40-year-old me is like, "Yeah, I did that what? already." What, four kids or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Is that what it leads to? 
<laughs> yeah, it leads to a lot more responsibility. That's what it leads to. <laughs> Wait, I, now I'm watching Barilla Masters of Pasta with Roger Federer? What? Apparently Roger Federer is available for your commercial needs. Not that I didn't know that. Also, well, maybe we can get him to advertise for the podcast. We should. Um, I don't know if... He'd be like, what does this have to do with tennis? And we'd say... <laughs> what does pasta have to do with tennis? Roger Federer, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'll be like, good point. So, number six. Number six. Goulash. Oh, goulash. Now, I know that there might be some listeners out there that would say... Goulash can't be pasta because that's Hungarian. It's not Italian. And I would say, uh, no, it's multicultural pasta is. so. You're so cosmopolitan. Yeah, that's right. I'm a cosmopolitan gal. I'm, um, uh, I'm not religious, though, so I don't really, I don't really do the, the goulash. Oh! <laughs> it took a sec, but we got like, there. I was like, what? Uh, so, um, if we end up leaving this in, I want to give a little explanation to the listener. Uh, okay. Zach created a church. I think it was kind of with me a little bit. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was because we had goulash at we had goulash, yeah. And uh, and you enjoyed it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Zach started the Church of Goulash, which was actually, I think, overtaken by John's Church of Five. I believe so. He was so. Uh, he, it was like it was like Islam, like spreading throughout the Middle East. It just exactly everything. I never, but, I never converted. I was. Oh, you uh, didn't. I was a fierce adherent to the Church of Goulash, even though its founder left the church. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I was, but I. My thing was, was like, no, Goulash is funnier than five. I, I just couldn't resist the, the 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 force of personality behind the whole thing. It was like already he was kind of a, a tornado when he was talking about it. So I get it. Just number five though. Everything else, it was like kind of laconic, but five he was like irresistible. But yeah, I mean goulash. Uh, you know, I my mom always made it, and I I I just um yeah, I, I love it. But yeah, there's, there's just something about goulash, you know, macaroni with pasta sauce, mushrooms, chunks of tomato, and chunks of meat. And it, just, it just works for me. Speaking of number five, uh, number six <laughs> is, for me, having a mountain made out of all covered with cheese. A mountain made out of pasta that's all, all covered, covered with cheese? cheese? Yeah. Um, what? So, I mean, is this something that's happened before? Do you... <laughs> Well, you know, on top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the reason that this one is so low for me, despite loving having mountains and cheese, is the inevitable sneezing that occurs and then meatball loss. <laughs> so the, sne- the meatballs are the boogers, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does this not make sense to you? I mean, No, it makes perfect sense. You I call yourself a pasta expert. I guess you don't call yourself a pasta expert. No, I don't. I definitely don't. <laughs> I have never done that once. <laughs> this was a this was a difficult list to come up with for me. <laughs> Alright, I'm going back to Burla commercials. <laughs> you keep talking. <laughs> Actually, I can only find one and it's not the one I'm remembering, so I'm a little disappointed. 
Well, so if we're moving on, we go to number five. And here's another, I got another controversial pasta take. And I'm curious Ooh. what you're going to say. Oh. Pierogies. Pierogies are great. So, or, or, aren't they potato based, though? That's what I, I don't know. Are they? There's I potato they in them. Oh. I'm pretty sure they're a wheat. It's like a ravioli, right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's why I said it was controversial. I told you this was a tough list for me, but fuck it. I love pierogies. They look like pasta to me. And, you know. Close, close enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's the only pasta they eat with sour cream, right? It's delicious. Yeah, it, looks, it looks like they're just dough. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I guess there's potatoes in them is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, you know, I I don't know. I don't care. I, I, I'm actually sad to say that I, I hadn't tried a pierogi until Sarah. Oh, really? It yeah. It seems like it'd be up your alley. I know, right? She, like, made it for me once, and I'm like, what is this? I need more of this and all the time. Mm-hmm. She I also like introduced me to artichoke hearts, which are unbelievably delicious. See, I've never had artichoke hearts. Wow. I don't understand how you choke a heart, given that I don't think they breathe, but whatever. Well, it depends on whose heart it is. I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I like pierogies is that you, uh, you can eat them with sauerkraut and... Um, I uh, never get to eat anything with sauerkraut anymore, given that I don't eat meat. Cure number five. Number five, yep. tossing flour dramatically down onto, followed by dusting your hands off on each other. Um, not that I do that much. On, e- on each other? Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> Did you like mime it? Yeah, okay. I mimed it. I just want you to know. So my camera is on, but his camera is not. So he <laughs> mimed it so nobody could see it. <laughs> It was for my own benefit. Not everything is for the John gaze, please. Everything is for my gaze. Um, and by my gaze, I mean my, like, you know, flamboyant like, friends. Yeah, the fat um, five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, are we? This is crazy. <laughs> I feel like this is either the best episode we're going to have or the worst. We can, we'll, we'll have to, do they have like a metric by which you can see how many people started yes. and then immediately abandoned an episode? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Because Probably. That, that could be it. If, if this episode gets a lot of people just Xing out within the first two minutes, we'll know exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> they'll be like, so, okay, next, please. <laughs> I'm going to go look at Barilla commercials, just incidentally. Didn't even um, get there yet. So number four, number four, is uh, the perfect date dinner. Because oh, it's it's like fantastic. You don't have to know how to cook to make decent pasta, right? And so like if you're trying to impress a girl and cook for her, and like yeah, she might know that pasta is easy to make, but she'll be impressed by the the fact that you've put in at least a little bit of effort to cook her food, right? Um, you know, that would make a good commercial, I think. No, it's true, though. Uh, pot, you, then you cook the pasta, and it's like it's actually really interesting now that I think of it. It's one of the few meals that, like, is really, like, you can, yeah, you can really, like, get every piece of it already put together for you, including the, the hand sauce, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, it's more than just a microwave, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like, you get points. For the fact that you've done more than the bare minimum, <laughs> I've, never done, I've never gotten points for doing because I've never done more than the bare minimum ever. 
Well, as evidenced by your Barilla uh, commercial watching during your podcast. <laughs> oh, so, you know, you're telling me you don't watch Barilla commercials during podcasts? Uh, I haven't yet, but I may start after this. Yeah. I'm actually, like, kind of hungry for pasta now. <laughs> well, that's what you get for not ordering pasta during our pasta. <laughs> well, pasta. I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, well, I should have. It's a Aus- stupid choice. Extravaganza. Well, what's your number four? Number four is cranking through a press or whatever and coming out all soft, but still pasta shaped. That that actually, so I have to say, you haven't mentioned anything about eating pasta yet, which mm-hmm. makes me feel like I screwed up my list. But I will say <laughs> that what you just said is an extremely satisfying thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my I have a comment for each thing, and this comment is just, this is a, probably the best thing to do that too. Like, as far as if you're going to crank something through a press and then have it come out be pasta-shaped, pasta is probably the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not beef. Yeah, followed, followed shortly by beef and then human flesh. Yeah, human flesh right after that. Yep. It's really um, not that different from beef. So, number three. Number three. I've got uh, lasagna. Okay, okay. I love lasagna. It's, like, one of my favorite you know, foods in general. Um, and actually it's got a, like a sentimental thing for me too, because that's what I had for my Christmas dinner growing up. Okay. I always had lasagna. Um, and so it, it wasn't my wife's traditional Christmas dinner. Like her family had like ham and I don't know. Oh, party potatoes, which if you've never had those, mm, so good. Party potatoes. Um, yeah, that's what they call them, party potatoes, and they are amazing. But to it's my wife's own bunch, <laughs> to my wife's credit, that's just I think this is really nice. She uh, she started making a tradition, so she makes lasagna on Christmas Eve Aww. every year, which is nice, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so that's my number three. What's your number three? Um, for number three. Putting in a Halloween receptacle and pretending it's guts or brains or something. Do you do you eat pasta? <laughs> um, not when it's not when it's guts and brains. That's the best because, time to eat it. Yeah, well, because this would be even higher than number three, but it's it's kind of spooky. So that's that's crazy. I can't, how how have we gotten to number three and you still haven't mentioned anything? The only time you've mentioned eating is that you want an edible glue. And that's not for the pasta. That's just for glue. Yeah. I can't yeah. tell you how, how many times during the day I sit there and think, well, if only I had edible glue, I could glue with reckless abandon and not have to worry about eating it after. <sighs> so number two for you. So number two is uh, I... I, um, I made mention of this earlier, but this mm-hmm. is a cold tortellini salad. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Do you, so do you make a tortellini salad? I'm like, are uh, you? No. Oh, well. I don't cook. So this, yeah. So this is, uh, Sarah uh, introduced me to this, and this was just like kind of like an easy meal that we could have together back mm-hmm. when she was, you know, living in an apartment, you know. Um, but yeah, you, you cook up some tortellini. You mix together an amazing salad with tons of goodies like artichoke hearts and roasted red peppers and olives and tomatoes. And, and then you put in some sun-dried tomato vinaigrette. Molto bene. <laughs> what are you, Roger Federer with the, with the cooking <laughs> over here? 
Unbelievable. I'm starting to think your entire marriage is just a long scam to get you to eat artichoke hearts. Oh, man, it's so good. So this this actually is – it gets bumped up as high as it is because oh. of the sentimental attachment for me. Because this is like some of our earliest times together is, you know um, – eating this this meal i mean maybe lasagna should be higher for the sentimental reasons because it was my childhood but uh mm. um i don't know i guess the lady gets i'm a romantic um you know it's, number two for me also is bumped up because of sentimental reasons because it brings back good memories um number two for me uh, best uses for pasta is eating <laughs> Which, you know... Wait, 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 wait. So, I have gone through a list almost entirely of pastas that I like to eat. Yeah. And yeah. you're number two. How? First of all, that it's not number one, but number yeah. two is just eating pasta in general. Yeah. I mean... That's if, incredible. If, if you're talking about uses of pasta, eating pasta is... It's, it's pretty high. <laughs> it's pretty high. It might be lower for me, except, like I said, I have good memories of eating at some point or other in my life. So, <laughs> Good nondescript memories mm-hmm. at some point in your life. It's like, it's like if, a, if a space alien is trying to pretend to be a human. I also enjoy eating and other functions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you are a capybara, so. I am a ca- Yeah, well, they do like to eat as well. That's like true. I said, I have little comments on my list, and my comment for eating is yum. Just the word yum. <laughs> so I think that, that sums it up. <sighs> number crazy. one for you. M- number one for me. I'm, I'm curious. Do you think, based on what I've said so far, do you think you could guess what my number one is? I'm well, I would, say, I would say art, but you already said that one, so I don't know. I got another one. Mac and cheese. Oh, that's a good one. You're absolutely right. One of, if not my favorite food, even even like bad mac and cheese is at least okay. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, have have you ever had the Panera mac and cheese? I have. It's it's tasty. It is like crack. I it's unbelievable. Well, I don't know what crack is like, so <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say that. It's really good. It's, it's like mac and thing. cheese. Yeah. Um, have you had Have you had the Panera um, mac and cheese sandwich that they make? I did have it once. It feels a little gluttonous to me. It's it's perhaps a bit much, but I did have it at once as well, and it was I had it with tomato soup, and it felt uh, it felt a bit much, but also perhaps not enough. Yeah, I mean it's delicious, but it just it just felt like I was eating it, going, I don't know, this feels like I may have stooped yeah. to a, a kind of low in my life. Yeah. Has science gone too far? Yes, in this case. Yeah. Um. You know, the problem for me is like, uh, you know, oh, and my all-time favorite, by the way, is my mom's stovetop mac and cheese that she makes. Mm. Um, and I, I'm sure you've had it at some point in your life. And I don't know if you would remember it or not, and that's okay if you don't. But I make her make that every time she visits. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can swear that hers is better somehow. Does she do something special with it or... I don't know what she does. Well, what's funny is what I learned is that she would normally bake it. Oh, really? I was such an impatient kid that she just she just did it on a stovetop, and now I'm like, <laughs> baked macaroni and cheese to me is like, no, that's not that's not where it's at. Yeah, <laughs> just a waste of time. Yeah, you're just wasting my time. I I could have better macaroni and cheese and faster. So cook it directly in my mouth. <laughs> so what's your number one? It's not eating, apparently. <laughs> 
Number one, saying all the little names of. <laughs> For instance, we have Pagliatelli, Cavatappi, Orecchietti, Gamelli. Are we talking about a menu? An Italian I've never even menu? heard of any of these. Renaissance artists? You may never know. That's why I like them. I've heard of, I get Cavatappi at uh, Olive Garden sometimes, and then the other ones are just delightful. Just, like, say them, you know, you feel Italian. Pagliatelli. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, no, clearly better than eating, but whatever. Uh, okay. I, I'm not going to bash you. I mean, that is fun. Yeah, the only thing, the only more fun talking about Italian food-based activity than saying the pasta names is saying the cheese names. And that's mm. only because if you watch The Sopranos, you get very used to them dropping the vowel at the end of the cheese names for some freaking reason. Result. Yep. I don't know why. Is that a thing? I have no idea. But That is delightful. a thing. Let me tell you something. So, Because you know I used to own a restaurant, mm -hmm. three restaurants. And whenever I would have... What? Always a front for the mafia, I know. Right. And whenever I would have an Italian person... And I'm talking about Italian-American, not like a person from Italy. Whenever they would call an order... It would be like, um, yeah, can I get uh, this and that, and uh, can I get some rigot in it? <laughs> like, oh, okay, you know, I mean, you suddenly turned super Italian when you said ricotta, you know. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm Irish. I always think of the uh, Brian Regan joke. It's not like, uh, like I go suddenly like, can I have some uh, corned beef or cabbage? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the, so that's that's also a lot of fun. I love the way that they all turn into whoever the fuck. I can't even think of Mario Batelli suddenly. Mario Batelli, who's that? Is that somebody? Uh, that sounds right. Uh, suddenly, everybody, they all have to turn into Roger Federer as soon as they're talking about as soon as they're talking about pasta. So that uh, wraps up our our uh, best uses of pasta episode. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll put the our lists on our website. So if you want to check them out later, you can see them and remember all the good times you had <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so thank you again for listening. Uh, our website is therankwithjohnandzach.com. Join us uh, for our next mini episode where we are going to be ranking. The top 10 best fast food restaurants. I am going to um, endeavor to come up with a way to make none of them an actual food restaurant. <laughs> What's a non-food restaurant? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Tune in next time to see. <laughs> For this new advancement in restaurant technology, the non-food restaurant. Okay, well... Goodbye. <laughs> so we should say goodbye from now on. Goodbye. Like my mom would just angry. She would hang up the phone. All right, did you remember? Nope. <laughs>